Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. It's the Capitals and the Chicago Blackhawks tonight at 7th and F. The last 10 regular season games are here, and the schedule is daunting. And Ben chats with former Capitals general manager David Poyle as he prepares for retirement in Nashville. Good morning, everybody. Today is Thursday, March 23rd. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way. In a Capital One Arena, a quick two-game homestand concludes tonight downtown as the Chicago Blackhawks come in for the only time this season. Tonight's opponent is second from the bottom in the Western Conference. Only the San Jose Sharks have fewer points, and it's really the last soft spot on Washington's schedule the rest of the way. After tonight, it is a steady diet of teams either currently holding a playoff spot or teams that are fighting for their postseason lives. The Caps will be in Pittsburgh on Saturday. The Penguins on the playoff fringes with three weeks to go. Then a home date Wednesday with the New York Islanders. That followed very quickly by a road game at Tampa Bay next Thursday. That's an awfully tough back-to-back. Then the Rangers coming to town to start April. A date in Montreal April 4th. And the Florida Panthers, Islanders again, Boston and New Jersey to finish. We've got a trip in the Wayback Machine for you this morning. Ben this week chatted with retiring Nashville Predators general manager David Poyle. At age 73, he'll call it a career when this season concludes, with former Capitals head coach Barry Trotz set to take over the reins in Music City. Before his career with Nashville began, Poyle was the general manager of the Capitals, overseeing the team's first rise to prominence. He took over the team in 1982, and for the next 15 years, Washington became a playoff regular. As he calls it a career, his conversation here with Ben. I'll just lead you off the bat here, David. First of all, we laud all the work you've done four decades plus as a general manager. What have these past few weeks been like for you? I know this is something you've had in the back of your mind since last summer, but the news coming public over the past few weeks, the trade deadline, the GM meetings, putting a bow on that, to now be in the stretch run here, these final few weeks, if you will, of your general managerial career. Well, honestly, it probably hasn't sunk in uh, yet, even though I've been thinking about this and it's been in the works for uh, you know the last last nine nine months. But a combination of a lot of things, uh, you know, the trading deadline was probably the most active time a general manager has. You know, meeting with your scouts, we've had scouting scouting meetings both with our pro and our amateurs, and then obviously the announcement of my pending retirement and passing the torch to Barry Trotz. So it's been a lot, a lot, lot lots going on. And uh, as you probably know, uh, uh, even when the season ends, we're actually having the draft here in Nashville, the draft and the awards in Nashville. So uh, my exit date is uh, June 30th. I think it's going to be pretty busy right up to that that time. But uh, I really feel it's sort of the you know, right thing for myself and my family. And uh, I think it's really the right thing for the Predators. Uh, you know, 26 years, it'll be here. That's a fantastic uh, opportunity, totally 
grateful for for that. And uh, I just think the club uh, probably needs a, a new voice and, and uh, a new direction. And uh, you know, couldn't be a, a better better fit for I believe for our organization to pass the torch to Barry Trotz, who was our coach here for the first 15 years, and I've known Barry for 40 years. He was actually. Uh, at my first training camp as a general manager with the Washington Capitals, and he was there as a as a player. And as the story goes, uh, Jack Button, who was the director of player personnel with the cast at that time, uh, took a likeness for Barry, stayed in touch, and we eventually hired Barry as a, a scout in the organization before he was hired as a coach in the organization with our farm clubs both in Baltimore and Portland before I hired him as the head coach of the uh, the Predators. So. It's a lot, and it's been busy, and uh, I, I think I'm making the right decision, but uh, maybe check in with me and, <laughs> and uh, six months after I retire, we'll see how it feels. Well, it's a remarkable career, general manager-wise, that began 41 years ago, summer 1982, hired by the Washington Capitals. I think it's putting it mildly to suggest the Capitals were not in a good space. They had missed the playoffs in each of their first eight years. They were on shaky terms in the market, save the Caps campaign, etc. And here you are, 32 years of age, taking the job as GM. Are the Capitals taking a bigger chance on you, or are you taking a bigger chance on the Capitals to begin your GM career? That's interesting. Uh, it worked out good for both of us. Uh, I, I think that's what, how the story, I would like the story to be told. I was... Uh, I was totally uh, psyched up for it. Uh, I, I felt I was ready to be a general manager. I don't know if that's you know, cockiness as a, as a younger person, but I really had felt I, I had uh, great mentors in my dad and with Cliff Fletcher for the time that I'd, I'd been with him, which was 10 years or two years in, with the Atlanta Flames, then eight years with the Calgary Flames. So I felt I was ready, but uh, you know, you never know until you, you, you get the job. And I, there was certainly a, you know, a lot of nervousness on my part when I when I got the job, but I, I think I was organized. I had a plan. I had you know certain goals, and uh, I, I actually was very lucky. I had great people around me. I had Jack Button, who was the director of our personnel at the, at the time, who was a, a veteran and very knowledgeable. And then Brian Murray was the uh, the, the Caps coach. So uh, I started off with some really good good people, and uh, uh, it just it just it just it just worked out. I just uh, feel really good about my time in Washington. I feel really good what we accomplished and. In, in Washington from a team that had never made the playoffs to one that had made the playoffs for 14 years in a row. And then, you know, the torch got passed to uh, George McPhee and then eventually now to Brian McClellan. And uh, I hope the Caps fans are very proud of what's taken place. In my quick estimation uh, of math here is I, I believe the, the Caps probably in the last uh, 40 years probably have the, one of the top three records in the in the league in the regular season and have probably been as consistent as any team in the in the National Hockey League. So glad to be part of that. But the, the Caps experience was uh, was fantastic for me. Yeah, you're bang on, David. Dating back to that 82-83 season, the Capitals, the second winningest team in the NHL over those 41 years, and you certainly laid the foundation for that. Was there any trepidation given the, the status of the Capitals at that time when I imagine you consulted with your father and – with Cliff Fletcher, was it a full endorsement you were receiving from them to go ahead? There's only so many GM jobs in the league, or did they make sure you understood what you were walking into as well? I, I think you just said it there. There's only so many GM jobs in the league, so what's the what's the downside that they the Caps didn't get saved? That the, 
they went to a, they get moved, they went in a different direction. I really didn't put a lot of thought into that, though. You know, in revisionist history, when you look back at it, the whole Save the Caps campaign and all the, the hoops that they had to, you know, jump through just to, to save the team. Uh, even in my negotiation with Dave Poland, he uh, he offered me a, a one-year contract, and I I said to myself, well, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna we're gonna be successful. We're gonna work together. We're gonna make this successful. And so we agreed on a on a, on a three three-year uh, contract. And he said, well, it, that doesn't really matter if we don't. You know, have some progress, make the playoffs this year. The three-year contract will be irrelevant. So it did come up in my in my conversations, but honestly, that that didn't affect me or deter me at all because I felt that we were going to do well. So it was, it was good to have that those positive uh, feelings when I took the job. Of course, ten days into the job, you pulled the trigger on the blockbuster Rod Langway trade, the six-way uh, six-player deal that was completed with the Montreal Canadiens. It, ten days into the job, if it's not number one, David, I imagine it's among your top trades all time that you did make. Was it the biggest? Yeah, probably it was the biggest. Uh, after forty-one years to make your your best trade in your first ten days, <laughs> I, I think I could have improved on that. But uh, no, that was that, that that was huge. I mean, you talk about uh, you know defining moments uh, uh, in a game, or in this case. Uh, Changes in a, in a franchise, I would have to think that ranks straight at the at the top for the Washington Capitals, and certainly for for my trades. Uh, you know, I, I had some time to prepare for that. I, I knew some situations that were going on in the league, and specifically with Montreal. And that, you know, it's, there's nothing better than you know knowing what you're setting your goals and having a plan to uh, execute your goals. And so I was able to do that, as you said, in the first uh, ten days. But you know, that really, when after that trade, the Caps really have not. You know, not look back. I mean, it's, they've, they've always been very uh, one of the, the better teams, top teams, and you know they believe in this themselves. The new building got built. Uh, it just goes on, and you're going to see draft and Ovechkin, and you know the torch just kept getting keeps getting passed to you know to you know phenomenal players, and obviously, which creates very competitive franchises. Great stuff there with David Poyle, longtime Capitals GM, before he helped launch the Nashville Predators back in 1997. That part of the interview just scratches the surface. There's a lot more of that coming up this afternoon with Ben and David Poyle on Caps Game Day. That starts at 4 o'clock here on Caps Radio 24-7. It's the Capitals and the Chicago Blackhawks tonight at 7, airtime at 6.45 on 106.7 A Fan and Caps Radio 24-7. Heard at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great game day Thursday, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.